What is going on, Bandit fam? It's been a long while. Uh, it's been something along the lines of just a little over nine months. I think the last episode was January 3rd of this year. Um, a lot of stuff's been going on, man. Like, a lot of stuff, and I kind of kind of forgot about everything, and trying to figure some stuff out, trying to figure life stuff out. I'm starting to hit that point of, like, air quotations around this midlife crisis, uh, that's a thing, of what do I want to do with the second half of my life. It's not really a crisis, it's more of a, a soul-searching expedition, if you will, of what do I want to do with the rest of my life. Uh, this year's been really weird. I can say that probably for a lot of people will say the same thing, that this year's been really weird uh, with supply chain issues and just everything going on. Like everything going on and this and that, and we've been more divided than we've ever been. And um, trying to find common ground seems to be absolutely a losing battle anymore of what have you. I don't turn this into a political rant. I don't really talk politics over here at all. I kind of keep all that out of here uh, because everyone needs a break from it, right? Everyone needs a break from just all the crap. All, all the news, all the media, all this, he said this, she said that, blah, 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 blah. Um, but a lot of things are just, are weird. Like, it's, it's strange going into the store and there not being things there that are normally there. Um, it's strange, you know, people are like, oh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, do this, don't do that, you know, hop on one foot, bark, do all, do all these things, like weird, stupid shit. But I say I want to figure out, I've been doing soul searching and wanting to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life, the second half of my life. I had a thing happen to me uh, a few months ago, like four, four months ago now, five months ago, something like that, of me going to the hospital. And no, it wasn't COVID. Like, I had COVID at the start of this whole thing. It is, I will say that COVID is a thing. I I don't think that it's like, it doesn't exist, that it's just made up. I do think that it is something. It is something vicious. Uh, I struggled with it. I struggled with it for a little while. It's not fun. It's not a fun ride. I do not recommend it. Like, if you can avoid getting it, don't get it. Uh, but I had a, I had a weird little thing happen. A few months back, it caused me to go to the hospital. I've been for years now, and this is like pre pre COVID times, pre pandemic times, pre pre yeah pre pre uh, pre global shutdown times. Of I've been dealing with symptoms for years, and I'm not one to go to the doctor at all. I'm not one to be like, oh, I don't feel good. Let me go to the doctor. I'm like, I'm dying. I'm not going to the doctor. And um, ended up having to go to the hospital over all this. But I've had, I've been like tired for years. I've been just not normal tired. It's not like, oh, I worked a lot. I pushed hard. I'm just tired. It just like exhausted all the time. No energy. Um, appetite would come and go. Moody as all hell. Uh, like I've been a bear to live with and I've been having like 
feels like my heart's been kind of just like flapping around. It'll do it for like five, ten seconds and then stop. And I would always get tired. And I'd always be tired, like just exhausted. And um, never really thought anything of it. I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Like it just is doing whatever it's doing because it wants to do whatever it wants to do. Like I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a cardiologist. I have no idea. I have no idea how it works. All I know is that if, if it doesn't work, I'm in trouble, right? Like if your heart doesn't work, you're you're going belly up rather quickly. And um, I ended up sitting here watching a movie with the wife. It was one of her days off from work. She works in a hospital, and good thing she was here. Because we were sitting here watching a movie, and my heart started doing it, and it normally doesn't. Normally when I would start doing it, it'd do it for like 10, 15 seconds, and it'd quit. Well, this one held on. And it literally felt like a fish flapping around in my chest. And I was like, man, I'm like, oh, you know, okay. Like, it's just, it's going to go away. Like, if I would hold, normally I'd hold my breath and it'd stop. And I held my breath, wasn't going away, wasn't going away, wasn't going away. And she was looking at me and she's like, are you all right? And I'm like, hi, you know, I'm just, I'm not feeling good. Like, I'm not feeling good. Like, you know, chest hurts, but I got a real physical job. Like, I'm getting older. Maybe, maybe I pulled a muscle, you know, maybe I finally pulled a muscle in my chest or something. Maybe, you know, maybe I pulled a pectoral muscle or whatever. And she's like, you don't, you don't look good. I'm like, just, I don't feel good. Like, I don't know. Like my chest hurts. Something, something's going on. Like my chest hurts. And she goes, well, do you want to go to the hospital? "Ah, I don't want to go to the hospital for a pulled muscle. Just got done eating not too long ago. "Ah, I don't need to go. You know, I'm getting older. I don't need to go to the hospital for indigestion. Like, that's a stupid reason to go to, go to the hospital for. I'm like, I am not having a heart attack. I, I was adamant I'm not having a heart attack. That, it, that it's not my heart. That it's just something stupid. My body's doing something stupid. It's muscle spasm. It's this, it's that. Because I get muscle spasms all the time. And uh, for like a week before all this happened, I had just vicious heartburn 24-7. Just ridiculous. Re- ridiculous heartburn and like you know how like when you sit on your your feet wrong or or your legs wrong and they they go numb they get that tingly feeling like I had that all over my body like my hands would do it just randomly my feet would do it randomly but I'd have like it in like part of my leg um couldn't figure it out I was like wow like it's really weird right and so I was sitting here and we were watching a movie and uh, towards the end of the movie, I got up, go use the bathroom, which isn't horribly far away. It's not like, oh, my God, you know, I got to go up three flights of stairs. And I ran up and ran down them. I literally walked around the corner, which is probably maybe a 50-foot trip, came back and was exhausted. I mean, pouring sweat like I had run a marathon. And I, I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I was like, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, I'm just not feeling good. Like, my body's reacting to something I don't know what it's reacting to. I'm like, maybe I'm getting sick. And I was like, man, you know, I'm just I'm sitting there rubbing my chest. Like, my chest really freaking hurts. So we get to finishing our movie. I get up. And I don't, I don't go to the doctor. I don't go to the hospital. I don't, I don't take freaking aspirin. Like I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. And I probably should be, but I don't do any of that stuff. I get up, and you know something's really bothering me when I take something for. I'm like, man, like this muscle's really killing me. So I got up, and I popped an aspirin. 
because in the back of my head, I'm like, well, if this is a heart attack, they say take an aspirin if you're having one because it helps your chances of survival. So, like, I'm stupid internet thing, right? Like, you're always told to take an aspirin, take an aspirin, take an aspirin. So, I pop an I pop an aspirin, and she's like, "Wow, that's really bothering you." I pop an aspirin, and I go over to like where my wallet, my keys, are and all that are at, and I went and grabbed my wallet. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing, 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 nothing." And I'm like, "You know, you don't, you don't need to like worry about it or anything." I'm like, "I'm just, I'm just getting shit together." Uh, as a just-in-case, just-in-case this isn't what I think it is. And she goes, okay. And I'm like, you know, you might want to take the dog outside. And she goes, well, the kid can do that if we have to go to the hospital. I'm like, I, I don't know. And then I came back over to the couch. I ha- went to hand her my wallet, and I slumped over the side of the couch. Like, I had no strength left. Like, my body was done. And she's like, okay, we're going. So ended up, she drove me because I refused to take an ambulance. I refused to take a wheelchair into the hospital. I walked under my own power. I'm stubborn as hell. And walked into the hospital and they're like, oh, well, you know, what are you here for today? You know, asking what you're presenting for. And that's the medical term, presenting. Like, what do you go to the hospital for is what you're presenting. You're like, oh, I'm presenting with a broken leg or I'm presenting with, you know, head cold. Uh, I was like, I think I'm having a heart attack. Like, that was the first time I actually acknowledged that it was my heart. I'm like, my heart's beating out of my chest. I'm exhausted. I think I'm in the middle of a heart attack. I'm like, not for sure. And as soon as they hold, they heard heart, I mean, I was right back there. I was like, whoo, they rushed me back. They hooked me up to the electrodes. And being a hairier guy having chest hair, uh, those electrodes suck. Oh, my God. Um waxing probably would have been a better experience than these things. I mean, these things were vicious pulling them off. I I had crop circles all over me. But now that you got that horrible mental image in your head, uh, they hooked me up to the the EKG. They had all the little sticky electrode things on me, hooked me up to the EKG, and they're like, holy, they're, you know, literally the one nurse was like, holy shit, like, you walked in here? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm cracking jokes with them. Like, yeah, why? Is it bad? They go, you're resting right now. You're sitting. You're not doing anything. And you're at 170 beats a minute. Like, that is extremely high. Like, your VTAC, your AFib, your this, your that. Uh, there are parts in my heart. Because your heartbeat is supposed to be, like, real, like, peaks and valleys, right? You always see it, like, do, 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 do. Like, the peaks and valleys crap. And mine was not that. Mine was, like, a peak, a valley, and then flat. And then it'd be, like, three peaks and valleys real quick, and then flat again. My heart was jacked up and they're like uh you having any discomfort i'm like yeah man i feel like i pulled a muscle in my chest they're like "Eh, it's not a pulled muscle that's your heart that's your heart telling you hey dude you got a problem they're like any heartburn yeah i've had a heartburn for for a week now and they kept asking me like questions of like you know what symptoms do you have i'm like i have this i have that and i gave them everything i was like i got all this i've had this going on for like a week or a month or two months or freaking couple years like i've been exhausted for the last couple years but my my job's real real intensive real physical intensive so you know i just pound caffeine i'm like you know energy drinks rippets red bulls monsters freaking wash those down with a couple dews i'd have two three energy drinks a night followed by like three four mountain dews a night so uh nothing against the brands or anything but 
it was one of those things of that I had way too much caffeine. Caffeine is a stimulant for those that don't know. And what else is a stimulant? Cocaine. <laughs> so uh, they're kind of like on the in the same playing field when it comes to like jacking your heart up. And they ask me, they go, do you do coke? Because they like did a whole Doppler and a whole ultrasound of my heart and all that. And they're looking at it. And they're like, are you heavy cocaine user? And I'm like, no. They're like, well, your heart says otherwise. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm on a whole bunch of energy drinks because I, I work nights and to just try and keep going and I always feel exhausted. And they're like, yeah, caffeine got you in here, dude. Caffeine's killing you. Like you're taking in so much caffeine, it's killing you. And I'm like, oh, okay, like that, that's cool. So uh, I had that information, so I had to kick caffeine, which was horrible. Oh my God, it was bad. Of, I've cut, I've completely cut out like freaking bad stuff for me, right? Like drinking and smoking cigarettes and nicotine and all that. Uh, cutting caffeine is way harder. Oh my God, is it bad? I still crave it. I'm like, I still, I really... I really want one. I really want an energy drink. And I know I can't have it because if I have it, my heart's going to give out. They're like, yeah, you got to stay away from the caffeine because your heart is just, it's been so damaged by it that you got a problem. Not saying that it, it can't come back from it, you know, with diet and exercise and all that. But, you know, you need to stay the hell away from it. And over time, your body will, will heal. So they tried to give me medication. And to slow my heart down, which was a trip. Oh my God, was it just, it was, it was something. So they come in, they do their IV, all that stuff, right? Like as soon as I get there, I had an IV in me and they were really awesome about it. Like I, I have tattoos, but I'm not a fan of needles, which doesn't make any sense, right? But I didn't even feel them put the IV in. Like that's how good they were. I was like, wow, like you guys are really good at that. Like I didn't even know you put that in. And they're like, yeah, you know, I got a little bit of practice doing it or whatever. And we were kind of joking around and, you know, they're all watching my heart mind. or like, oh, you better keep an eye on this guy. Like this guy, you know, get the crash cart ready because this guy's going to go. Um, If they were betting, they were definitely betting that I was going to freaking code. That I was going to be, you know, code blue. Like they were going to have to freaking shock me. So my heart, my resting heart rate's 170. They're like, we're going to give you this medication in your IV line to slow your heart down, and it should take effect immediately. Um, we can give it to you three times before we have to admit you to the hospital because any more than that, and your heart will stop. Well, they gave it to me the first time, and it like tried to take effect, and then my heart was like, ha-ha, screw you guys, check this out, jump up. And then my heart rate's like 180. Uh, they gave it to me a second time. Heart rate still holding 180. He's like, nope, not doing it. And then um, they gave it to me a third time. And they're like, if this time doesn't take your stain. And I'm like, I don't want to stay. Like, I really don't want to be in the hospital. I want to be at home. I don't feel good. I want to sleep. But I'm not going to sleep because I'm just freaked the absolute crap out about my heart. And like, you know, this might be it. Like, this might be how I go. Because uh, I don't know the whole family history. Um, you know, kind of grew up in a broken home. And uh result of that is I don't know my family's medical history. So I was like, I don't know if heart problems run in my family or not. But I had an aunt like a month prior to that die from her heart just being bad and diabetes and everything else. 
Uh, so I was like, well, there, there's that. That's all I know. And I know that my grandmother on my mom's side had her problem. And I know my, which killed her. Um, I know that my grandfather on my dad's side had a pacemaker put in. So he had heart problem. I'm like, so that, that's the extent I know. I'm like, I don't know if I skipped it genetically or not in they're like, oh no, you definitely, you definitely did not hit the genetic lottery. Like you definitely have a heart problem. You have arterial fibrillation. It's where the upper and lower chambers of your heart get out of rhythm, blood pools in your heart, and causes like strokes and heart attacks. It increases like your chance of major heart attack by like a bajillion percent. It seems like they're like it increases by a lot. And they told me the percentage, but I wasn't. I was like total shock. Wasn't really listening. And like stroke chance by a whole bunch, and they're like, you're gonna have to change diet, you're gonna have to do this and this. And I'm like, oh man, I can't have all the things I like to eat anymore. I'm like, I gotta start eating the stuff that my food eats, and oh, this sucks. And it's like salads aren't that bad, but I'm just like, wow, you know, wow, like this sucks, right? And um, they ended up admitting me because a third time it didn't take, it shot my heart. My heart beat up to 200 beats a minute. And you want to talk about the worst headache you've ever had in your life. Holy crap. I mean, I was watching, as my heart was beating, I was watching the room black out. It would do it as my heart was being. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is it. And it was literally my body pulling blood from, like, everything was numbing out. It was the weirdest freaking sensation. And it was literally my body pulling blood from all of my extremities to try and keep itself alive. And I was explaining what was going on. I'm like, listen, like, don't you don't give me any more of that because you're going to make me check out. And they go, well, what do you mean? I'm like, you're going to kill me if you give me any more of that. And they're like, well, we can't give you any more of that right now. We got to put you on the on the IV, on the actual the the drip in order to get get it to take. And um. That's what they put me on. They had to admit me because of it and all that. Like it was, it was a hardcore thing. And um, I was like, "This is what's going on." Like everything is numbing out right now. I'm literally watching the room black out as my heart's beating. And they're like, "Oh, they're like you're you know the term. I don't even remember what the term is for it, but they're like you know you're you're in that like you're." body is pulling blood from all the extremities it'll let the extremities die before it lets the core die and they're like yeah you're you know you're on death's door basically you're on death's door and uh they had the crash cart ready and everything right then and there they're like if you're going we're gonna try and bring you back and i was like well how does the crash cart work how do the paddles work because it's gonna suck like right it's electricity it's gonna suck and they explain that it actually kills you more than what you are already are dead. It like makes you super dead and hopes that your body goes, Hey, stupid, wake up and writes itself. And I was like, Oh, well that sounds horrible. I'm like, that sounds like a horrible ride. Like I don't want to experience that. Um, and knowing that I had the paddles like right there, they were ready to go. All they had to do was just like, do the whole charge and rub and whole clear um really put things into perspective for me 
of like, man, I got a daughter, I got a wife, I got this, I got that. I'm trying to do things with my life. I'm like, man, like this is, if this is, this is it. I hope it's not it because there's a lot of stuff I have to do. Uh, there was a lot of crying involved when I was in the bed in in the room I was in, which the room I was in was awesome. Had had to shower and everything. Uh, the hospital was beautiful. The kitchen was amazing. Like the food was actually good. Like people won't say that a lot about hospital food, but the food was actually good. Uh, the menu they had was like a three page menu. You could order anything you want, anytime you wanted. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And, uh, they're like, well, you, you know, stick to the heart healthy stuff. And I was like, all right, no, not a problem. So I was like, turkey bacon, you know, I'm like, oh man, turkey bacon, like, come on, which wasn't, isn't completely bad. Like turkey bacon's not that bad. It's either you can have that or no bacon at all. Well, guess what? I'm taking turkey bacon. <laughs> I'm not giving up bacon completely, but. Uh, it's been a lot of life changes, a lot of life changes, a lot of trying to get weight off and just all that, which I'm not that heavy of a guy. I'm six one and two forty, So I was like, Hey, you know, I can, I want to lose weight anyways. Like I want to get, you know, trimmed down, look good. But now it's like, I got to do it for another reason. You know, I got to do it for my health. And they're like, well, it's all the energy drinks, all this and that. And they look, they were looking at my heart. And because this was going on for so long, uh, my heart scarred up, got scar tissue on it. And they had to go in through my leg up in like into the art of the femoral artery and, and go up it into my heart and laser the scar tissue off, burn all scar tissue off, right? Freaking hit with laser, disintegrate it, all that good stuff. Uh, that went well. And they're like, well, at any point in time, this can happen again. For like the next 10 years, this could, for no reason at all, you could be doing everything right. You could be on medication and this can still happen. And I'm like, that sucks. You know, that like it's a ticking time bomb. Like you don't know if it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, but it might happen. And I was like, well, damn, you know, I'm not going to live in fear. Like, I'm not going to be like, I can't do anything because that would suck. That wouldn't be any fun. So now it's been like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go have fun because every day is a gift. This has made me realize that every day is a gift that we have that I was taking for granted. I was like, oh, man, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I got tomorrow. Like, I don't know if I got the next minute. I don't know if I got the next second. Like, it could just be done. Like, I could be recording this and then it'd just be done, right? And uh, obviously, it's not done because it's posted, but uh, it's one of those things of, like, I it was life's kicking the ass that I needed because I was being I was being ungrateful with what I had. I was like, man, I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. And I'm like, oh, you know what I want, man? I want more time. And you can't get more time. That's the thing. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. You can't steal it. It's not possible. So I was like, what do I want to do with what I have left? I'm like, damn, you know, but man, I like my friend's mom, my best friend's mom, my best friend of 34 years, uh, his mom passed away from cancer recently like before this, like a month before this. And then I'm in the hospital and I don't want to tell him I'm in the hospital, but I told him I was in the hospital because he's, he's going through a lot. He's trying to do, process all that and deal with all that. And I was like, he doesn't need to worry about his, what his best friend's going through. Right. And 
I'm trying to be there for him. I'm like, bro, you know, I don't know how to do the, do this, but I showed him like, sent him a video. I'm like, I'm in hospital. Like my heart's my heart's fucked, and he's like, oh my god, and I was like, I don't know how to tell you this. I'm like, but I saw your mom. And he's like, what? And it was like my mom growing up too. I mean, we were at each other's house all the time. So it was like the second mom. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I've seen your mom. And she told me that I have to stay. And he's like, I told him the whole conversation that his mom and I had. I go, I know that she passed. I'm like, this is what freaks me the hell out. I'm like, I know she passed. I was there. Um, Like he did a whole, he his wife brought in and he's not like one of those tinfoil hat guys really he doesn't really believe in the whole spirit mediums and all that and his wife brought in a spirit medium and sat him down and got got talking like you know had communication with his his mom and all that from like right after his mom passed and she said that she wasn't done yet and this and that and he didn't tell me like any of this like I didn't know any of this of what was said and his mom was like his mom had told him something from when we were growing up that I didn't know was was in this And it was it was the time that him and I were arguing over over Mario because we're like he's got all my old video game collection and all that. And I told him I go I had a conversation with your mom and I told him the argument I go she told me to tell you you know watch watch the fish you know the watch watch the freaking fish is how she put it and that's what i told him like watch the freaking fish and he's like, like like we had this whole argument of like oh the fish blah blah blah, blah uh, about mario and he's like oh my god he's like you actually talked to my mom i'm like why he goes that's what she told me a month ago when i had a spirit medium come in here dude when the wife got me a spirit medium coming because i had, was having a hard time and I was like, I told you, dude, I seen your mom. Like, I was gone. At some point, my body said, okay, you know, if you're going to do this, here you go. This is what you want. Make a choice. And uh, I sat there and I was like, man, you know, I got I got a 16-year-old daughter. I'm like, I can't leave her behind. I can't leave my wife behind. I'm like, I got to stay. Um I seen my stepdad that passed a year ago and it was crazy. Like it was a crazy experience and I remember it clearly. I remember the conversations clearly. And they're all telling me, you got to stay. It's not time. You got to stay. So now it's like trying to figure out what do I want to do with the second half? What do I want to achieve? And, um, taken a very different role in life now uh really slowed down with everything and like no more caffeine uh diet's completely different now and it's just it's crazy 
Like, it, it was a crazy thing. And it really was a kick in the ass I needed of like, hey, you know, you need to you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself because you wrecked yourself damn good, dude. And, um, yeah, it's just, it was, it was like, wow. And it was one of those things of I was going to go to sleep like I normally do. And I told all the doctors that, I told the cardiologist that. And I go, hey, you know, I would like be straight with me. Don't sugarcoat shit. And I'm like, normally when this happened, he goes, what would you do normally if this was happening? And I was like, well, it never happened to this extent. It was always like five, ten seconds, and then it was done. And he goes, okay, okay, how long? How long has this been going on? I'm like, a couple of years. And I'm like, I've always felt tired afterwards, so I've just gone to bed. I've taken a nap. I've laid down. I'm like, I'm not feeling good, blah, blah, blah. I'm pushing too hard at work, pulled muscle, yada, yada, yada. I'm getting older. And I'm like, okay, you know, because my plan was I'm not going to the hospital. I don't want to go. I don't want to deal with it. And I was going to go to bed like I normally do because I'm exhausted. I don't feel good. I'm getting older. It's a pulled muscle. That's what was up in my head. That's what I was going to do. What would have happened if I would have done that? He goes, well, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. That's for damn sure. He goes, see your wife over there? She would have been making funeral arrangements. Got a daughter? Yeah, I do. Well, she would have been without a dad. He goes, dude, you were on death's doorstep when you walked in through those doors. He goes, you are lucky you're here. You better make the most of it because most people don't get that chance. And I was like, okay, you know, hear that loud and clear. <laughs> like, got it. So, yeah, a lot of different things, a lot of things going on. And, you know, that was the that was the big excitement that happened a few months back. But now I'm just like one day at a time trying to figure out what I want to do with the second half. Like, okay, you know, half time, half time hit, half time hit at, at fucking 36. You know, I make it to 72. It's a good run. Um, I hope I go longer than that, but, you know, 72 is a good run. Uh, it's way longer than my dad made it. It's way longer than my stepdad made it. But now it's like every time I get a headache, like, oh, God, you know, am I, am I throwing a clot? Is this a stroke? Like, what should I reach out for? You know, I've got a headache that's lasted three days on, on one side. Like, you know, I'm concerned. Uh, I've become that guy of like, you know, hey, doc, I got this going on. Like, pain in the ass to my doctors now. But <laughs> and I have doctors now, too. So uh, it's very, very crazy. But, yeah, that's what's been going on. And then just normal, normal crap. But life's very different. Uh, the wife and I are actually going on vacation this weekend. We're doing a little up north getaway, uh, which will be fun. It will be exciting. It will be nice to just get away from everything, shut everything down, get away from work, get away from school, get away from just life and relax. Listen to water. That's <laughs> what I told her what I want to do. I just want to go up there. I just want to, I want to listen to the lake. That's all I want to do. I just sit outside and just listen to the damn lake until until I have to go to bed. And she's like, we can absolutely do that. Like, I just, I want that peace. I want that calm. And I've started meditating. Uh, just try and get rid of all the stress. Get rid of all the work stress. All the trying to do your own startup stress of everything, of life stress. And, uh. 
it's been working. Like, it's been absolutely working. A lot of people are like, oh, it doesn't work. Oh, it works, dude. Like, I've been doing it. I've been looking at actually going and doing acupuncture, trying that. Um, and just trying to get my body right, start taking care of myself. It's so important. If I would have did it when I was younger. You know, you always oh, you're going to regret that when you're older. Dude, I hit older. And believe me, I regret it. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Going to change the laundry over, go to bed so I can get up and go work tonight. But thank you so much for listening. And I hope to have more episodes over here shortly that aren't like, holy crap, you, your heart just like freaking exploded. But um, figured I'd share with you what's going on and being more open and all that and uh, whatnot and my takes on things. But I'm telling you, you never know how long you got. Make the most of it. You want to do that startup? Go for it. Don't be afraid to fail. You think you want to be an entrepreneur, but you got to ask if you can be an entrepreneur? You're not going to be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs just do it, and they don't look back. Uh, But don't be afraid to take the jump. Just do it. Just do the damn thing. Just go for it. Take care of yourself. Get your mind right. Get your body right. I'm dealing with a lot of getting my mind right right now, but... Uh, other than that that's gonna do it so thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you guys in the next episode hopefully sooner rather than later